Mueller and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? High noon on a Wednesday afternoon. That can only mean one thing. It's time to go inside the electric factory for the next two hours here on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Wesley Euler, Arthur Motes, you know the drill. Between the two of us, we've got a decade of NFL experience and a really good head of hair. We'll let you figure out the rest, and you already know how to get involved. Over the next 120 minutes, you can find us on Twitter, at Wesley Euler, at TheBody52. The body. What up, Motesy? Man, grooving. How are we feeling today? Feeling awesome. Wednesday, Wednesday midweek. Yeah. I, be- I believe the youths call this hump day. Hump day. Is that correct? Beautiful day here in western Pennsylvania. It actually by, is, man. By you, the way, too. I tell you, you got to enjoy that, man, because it's very rare. You know? PA, but you know what, man? We, we've had, we, we talked about this before. We've had a string of just beautiful weather. And we really, this past month has been great. Yeah. I, I don't know if we had to sacrifice, you know, not being able to go outside because of COVID so we can get this good weather. But either way, I'm here for it. So I appreciate it. I, I remember this, Arthur Motes. My uh, my grandfather, Euler, my pap, Euler, he used yeah. to he used to always <laughs> say uh, the Eulers, the Eulers are from Carlisle, PA, Central mm, okay. PA. OK, yeah. Um and my grandpa, Euler, used to always say, you know, Wes, in Pennsylvania, we only get about a month of good weather a year. <laughs> But that month is some of the best weather you'll find anywhere. You know, like something along those lines. Like in, in Pennsylvania, a lot of times the weather isn't the greatest. But when it is, it's usually very nice. Absolutely. And that's what we've been. That's what we've had here the last few weeks. It's been nice, Motsy. Nice pep into the step. Walking into the building today as we inch closer and closer. Uh-oh. Slowly closer. We're almost there. <laughs> July 28th. Arthur wait a minute, Motes. wait a minute. Don't look now. What? 12, 13 days from now, training camp is supposed to start in the National Football League with rookies, I think, reporting sooner than yeah, that, Yeah, the right? rookies report on the 26th. 26th. Because literally in Pittsburgh, it's supposed to be rookies reporting on the 26th. I think the Pirates are supposed to play the Brewers. Oh, yeah. And uh, the NHL, Penguins play like they, an yeah, exhibition game against absolutely. the Flyers. Yes. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. it's supposed to be like the greatest day in sports history in Pittsburgh, man. The, the return. <laughs> so that would be... Is that a, that's wait, two is, weeks. That a, is that a that's a Saturday? Okay, yeah. so we won't be on air. I was gonna say we might have to do something special yeah, yeah, that day, but you're right. That is a Saturday. That's gonna be an epic day if everything goes as planned. It's it's less, be an epic I mean, day. you're right. That's less than two weeks. That's yeah. seven, eight, nine. That's eleven days from now. Absolutely. Ooh. And now, if I'm not mistaken, the Riverhounds didn't they just play the other day? They did, and they won. Yeah, they beat the defending champion. Now, was Louisville. that game? That game was in, in Pittsburgh. In no, Louisville. it was in Louisville. Excuse me, it was in Louisville. And they on, had fans there. Yeah, it was like fourteen thousand fans or something right, like that. Right, like yeah. less than two thousand. Yeah, but or, they had fourteen hundred. I said fourteen thousand. Right. Yeah, yeah that would have been that would have been a big say, number. Wait a minute. And and <laughs> I think it's important to note too. It's uh, Louisville. Their soccer pitch there. Yes, it does hold like twenty, thirty thousand people. Yeah. So if you have two thousand, you know, fifteen hundred, fourteen hundred people there, you can. I mean, you should. There was like two people in each section Correct. you know like three four people in each section but Arthur Motes well and they've also said I mean we've seen I think the uh the Patriots they reported they're gonna have 20 percent capacity for their stadium Correct. as well so this I mean seeing that they had less than 10 percent in attendance for that game I mean I think that you know it's, it's a step in the right direction man I'm feeling a little confident man yeah I feel like every time I get excited don't say it 
Don't say it. You're right. I'm not going to say don't it. Don't say it. We're just going to go. Yeah, we're going to go full, we're gonna go full optimistic don't West. We're going to go full optimistic West on this Wednesday that's, today. That's Mozi. how it all starts, man. <laughs> that's how it all starts. Uh, but with this, right, with inching closer and closer to the return of training camp, the return of sports and football in this country, uh, the NFLPA, I keep thinking of that. I don't know who lo- who sings the song. I should have looked this up beforehand. But that song... I've got a list of demands written in the palm of my hand. You know what song I'm talking about? Boy, I, have not, well, I don't know what it's you're like, singing right like, there, man. <laughs> it's like it's like on every single like '90s action flick movie trailer, oh, right? It's like man. Uh, let's Ma- see. Maybe here. it just sounds weird coming from you. Saul Williams okay. is who sings it. All right, we'll, we'll we'll come back with that song here, maybe in, in the next. I, segment. I just wish that the, the listeners could have saw how hard you were bobbing your head in here. I got a list of demands. <laughs> Rain in a palm of my air guitar player, hair flying, you bobby your hair. Well, I thought you was in a rock concert for real, man. <laughs> I know what just going on with you. You know me, like summertime concerts are my favorite thing. I'm just, I'm going nuts over here with no See, concerts. Have you ever heard concert. this before? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we'll get, we'll get to it, Arthur Motes. All right, we'll get to it. All right, but I know there's some people. Oh, I know our buddy man. Thrash in Virginia. He knows what I'm talking about. He's my music compadre here. Uh, the NFLPA. New list of demands. Uh, <laughs> seeking opt-out clauses for at-risk players. Um, some conditional stipends as well, right? Mm-hmm. So some of the things uh, that are being proposed, requested, if you will, uh, an opt-out clause for at-risk players yeah. um, to receive their salary, but not their bonuses okay. if they decide to play. So they would get just their base salary. Okay. Uh, an opt-out clause for players with families uh, with at-risk mm-hmm. to still earn an accrued season and benefits Correct. if they do not play. Mm-hmm. Uh, an opt-out clause for players who leave the team after reporting, okay. right? Like so change uh, their mind, yeah. Like change their mind or a spike in cases or something yeah. like that. And a $250,000 stipend guaranteed to all players if they show up to camp. You said 200000 250000 So a nice. quarter million. Okay. Stipend guaranteed to all players. You if said they we sh- coming out of retirement. That's what you said. Hey, if you can get me, if you can it, sign me on a contract, I'll, I'll do it. Nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> I don't want them to get the wrong idea. <laughs> A uh, a $250,000, quarter million dollar stipend guaranteed to all players if they show up to camp and then everything is shut down because uh, of COVID. I was going to say, so, yeah, so they would still have to have everything shut down. But you think about, man, that would be for for the guys, what, 60 and on who won't make the team? Man, you're going to get your nice little 250 because everything is shut down and that ain't bad, nah. <sighs> Wes, you could do that. I could do that. You could definitely do that. I could make it through one day, not full. I could make no, it through not, one not day, a pad practice, not pad practice, yeah, but just like the practice. first, like the first yeah. shell practice. Yeah, just running around. I can make yeah. it. I'll field some punts. Yeah. All right, you know, just, I'll get, just, just <laughs> I'll get burning coverage a couple times. Listen, man, just go with the Rudy approach, man. Just be Rudy. That's it. There we go. Yeah, that's right. I could be Rudy. Be right? offsides. I can and be and be famous for it. It's cool. Um, reasonable requests in your mind, Arthur Motes. Um. I do feel a lot better about those requests compared to what they were initially. It follows the model that you've seen with the MLB, which you've seen with the WNBA in particular, um, from the health standpoint in terms of players, if they are medically cleared or things along that nature, they will receive their salary, not the bonus element of it. We know with the MLB, if you're living with the at-risk person, whether they're you know pregnant wife or with Buster Posey, how you just adopted two prema- uh, premature children, things like that, then, yeah, you will still be able to receive your salary by opting out. I think those are key cogs in terms of yeah. being able to justify the risk or, or justify 
those players receiving their compensation because nobody should feel forced to have to take this chance. And I understand that, I mean, we see this so often on social media, and it drives me nuts. <laughs> if you're a regular person complaining about the risk that you have to take, that's completely fine. But when it comes to your athletes, oh, man, shut up. Essential workers go to work. They're getting paid. Let's take the chance. Da, 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 da. It really doesn't matter when it comes down to the money. What matters is the life element of it. I don't care if you're making $2 million or you're making $20. You shouldn't feel forced to risk your health. You shouldn't feel as if, man, I have to jeopardize my financial standing or my compensation because of this situation it's not as if anyone has the right or wrong answers to this just yet it's right. a lot of uncertainty along with it and everybody weighs their their risk differently so i think that that should all go into context and i think what they're proposing right here that definitely does justify and make it a lot better for both sides now it's gonna be interesting to hear what the rebuttal from that is and decision making process going forward obviously we like you say have 11 days before these <laughs> 11 days in pittsburgh starting to run but, out of time but it's 11 days in pittsburgh only nine days in other places where they're supposed to start two days before the stills would even report so they don't have a lot of time and like i said from talking with players who've been on some of these calls talking with some of the players veteran players as well they still have some question marks in terms of not necessarily the money element of it that you were speaking of, but just the logistics of sure. how do you keep them safe? The logistics of how do you social distance? The logistics of the testing element of it. And, okay, how do you protect their families as well? Or if somebody were to test positive, what is the protocols following that? There are still a lot of questions because just from a number standpoint, it's not as simple as the WNBA in their women's bubble. It's not as simple as what the NBA is doing in their bubble. What the NHL is right. going to do in a couple because weeks here. The rosters, the, the just the sheer amount of personnel. The, yeah, the volume of personnel. It is just it's triple for just one team. And let alone when you're talking about having 32, like, that's it's going to be challenging. NBA rosters have what, 14, 15 guys? It's probably 20 people total between 15, 13 to 15 players plus coaches. Yeah. I so, mean, you got, you got 20 dudes who you need on defense, just the defensive side of the football no, no, in no, a no. single game. Think about 20 dudes on defense. That's not even backing up every position. Right. That That's somebody wearing two, three hats. Right. That's only being too deep at each spot. Not even having a third guy. <laughs> not, think about D-line. We got, what, five, six defensive linemen, mm-hmm. four outside linebackers. Like, and every one of those right. positions has their own position coach. Yeah, absolutely. So just from the, the sheer amount of – personnel what you're going to be challenged to do is drastically different than the models that you've seen with some of the other sports which is why some of the veteran players are still concerned now it's funny when you I mean it's not funny but it's comical in the sense that when you hear some of the veteran players they're like we're not really comfortable with it but we're not opposed to them sending the rookies out there first to be the the test dummies because that's essentially what the rookies are going to be right going early on but I still don't think it's going to be a true representation of everything because we know from a rookie standpoint it's going to be a lot smaller in numbers. You're able to social distance a lot better when it's only 20 rookies. Right, right. That's a lot easier compared to when you have 70 guys, 70 veterans adding on with those 20 rookies. Mm-hmm. That that social distancing plan that, hey, you stay in this room and you eat over here and you shower over here, that's a lot simpler when it's only 20 people. When you add 90 people total, not counting coaches, not counting trainers, not counting security, not counting the overall staff. Grounds crew. That's a lot. It's a lot of people. <laughs> That's a lot. I know you've been out to Latrobe plenty of times. I've been yeah. out to Latrobe plenty of times. It's, it's a lot. It's of a full people. production. Yeah. Not only from the media standpoint, not only from the coaches' standpoint. Video guys that are recording practice. Absolutely. You think about the equipment crew who takes care of what? 
the 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 washing of the clothes, the bringing it back out there, all those things. They don't have backups. You think we talk about the athletes as if, oh man, well you know, if this guy goes down, you have X person here, you have X person there. If John Norwig, the head stri- I mean the head trainer for the Pittsburgh Steelers goes down, you know you only got four guys left after him, right? <laughs> it's not a lot, not a lot. So that's my only concern, man, with it, and that's some of the concerns that the veteran players have been voicing that I've been in contact with. Tell you what, Arthur Motes, uh, a lot of questions remain and not a ton of time to get them answered. Tom is always <laughs> on our side. Like the franchise tag in, what, four hours? Yeah, yeah we're going to get a uh, yeah. Dak Prescott deal today, Arthur yeah, Motes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom's always a, on our side. We're going to get that? a Bud Dupree deal today, Arthur Motes. <sighs> I don't think so. I, I would I would lean towards yeah. no on either on yeah. either of. It's not looking good. It's not looking for, good right for now. separate reasons. But very, I would, very separate. Very reasons. separate reasons. But I would I would but lean towards no. It right now, man. It's not good. Yeah, it's not good at all. Arthur Butts, Wesley Euler. This is Steelers Blitz inside the Electric Factory. Get those tweets rolling in. You know the drill. We will get to your questions, comments, concerns, reaction in the second hour of the show. Up next, we continue, uh, kind of the. Um, the NFC side, if you will, of the conversation that Arthur Motes and I had yesterday of the rosters now. We did this with the AFC yesterday. We'll do it with the NFC. The 16 NFC teams, who on the rosters now that has never made a Pro Bowl or been an All-Pro in the past has the best chance to do so this season. That'll be our topic du jour as we roll along today inside the Electric Factory. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. This is Steelers Blitz on SNR. is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. There you go, Arthur Motes. List of demands, There we baby. go. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about just, now, right? I just didn't hear your version before. I, I think you had, you had the... Uh... The unplugged live live version of something. You're saying I don't have the voice of an angel? I thought yours was like the acoustic version of something. Maybe that's why I didn't fully understand it. You're saying I don't have the voice combination of Jesus (laughs) and Fergie? Nah, you're more like, mm, jeez, I don't even know. (laughs) It's not that, though. Golly. With all due respect, of course. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. I'll just quit while I'm ahead here. (laughs) Arthur Motes, uh, continuing kind of something that we started yesterday. Yesterday, we went through all the teams in the AFC and talked about who uh, on their rosters that's never making a pro, never made part of me a Pro Bowl before, never been an All Pro. Who's most likely to uh, to break that this year? Who's got the best chance to make their first Pro Bowl to get their first All Pro nod? Arthur Motes. Today we go to the NFC, and you know what we're gonna do today? What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? We're going to start at the back of the list today. Oh, How about okay, that? Okay. Shout out to everybody out there who right. grew up with a last name like me, you know, at the end uh, of the alphabet, and you always had okay. to wait. We're going to start at the end of the alphabet today. Tell them how you really feel. Ooh. <laughs> you messy. <laughs> you so messy. And you know, we you start with messy. the the Washington without a names. The you Washington redacted. Messy. You know what? It's funny. You look at this list. 
Seattle Seahawks, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It just says Washington. Yeah. Just Washington. You know, they're like, uh, I guess Washington, they're, they're like LeBron James or Madonna, right? Yeah. They just—they got a last name. Just nobody needs to know it. All right, you know they're just such name recognition. LeBron, Madonna, Mm -hmm. Washington. Nobody cares about the last name. I kind of like them as just Washington. I think that'd be dope. They just leave it as that. How about Washington? Where are you from? The deep south boy, Washington? That's what we was like. Washington. Wash your clothes. That's a that's a Yinzer thing too. Washington. You can go down to Wash Paw. Got down to Green County, Washington, PA. Mommy like my my great grandma. yeah, wash your clothes. Like, what, 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 how do I wash? What does wash. that mean? How do I wash? wash these clothes? Are the most the obvious answer is Chase Young, right? But man, there's a lot of good pass rushers in the NFC. A whole lot of pass rushes. I mean, I don't know whose spot he's gonna take. That's the biggest thing. But man, but I you just, know he is gonna have that hype around him. Though. He's gonna have that hype around him. But man, we've seen rookies make it as as pass rushers before to a Pro Bowl in their rookie season. I don't know though. I <sighs> man, stop being scared, man. I, I I can tell you right now. It's I can Chase tell Young, you right now. Yeah, absolutely. Chase Young. <laughs> you want me to tell you who spot he's going to take? Tell me who spot he's going to take. Everson Griffin. Oh, yeah. okay. Because, I like it. Because a couple of things. First off, Everson, you know, he obviously was dealing with some things this past year. He had mm-hmm. a bounce back season. It was good in a big way. But from the national standpoint, he still isn't talked about in those same regards as some of these other guys that we talk about, right? Now, when I look at a guy like Everson, though, I look at that list and I'm like, man, if we're talking just DNs or even your – because he's not going to take one of these line outside linebacker spots to talk about a Chandler Jones or a Darius Smith. That's not happening. But when you look at a guy like Everson Griffin, I think that he's the, the one that stands out the most. Daniel Hunter, he already has a situation secured up there in Minnesota. He's going to be the guy. Everson is still having contract disputes. In fact, I want to say he's unsigned right now. He is. But, is, but he's leaning towards going back to Minnesota because obviously that's where he spent the majority of his Him career. Him and Clowney are both still unsigned. Yeah. So that's my only concern when I think of that and why I can say that, man, I think he'll be the one that he could take his spot. Now, that's if they classify him as a DN. But then the flip side, if they did classify him as an outside linebacker, do you anticipate Shaquille Barrett going for, what, 20 sack, 19 and a half sacks again this year? I personally don't. I personally nah. don't. And I think that uh, Chase's name is going to be big enough. I mean, I think right now he's big enough in terms of his name to supplant Shaq if Shaq doesn't have another crazy type season like this. I mean, because nobody could have projected that Shaq was going to have this type of season. I mean, he's never shown it at any stage of his career, and now he just kind of flashed out of nowhere in that regard. So that's my only concern in terms of his ability to to retain on that list. But other than that, man, I definitely think that Chase Young will be up here. I think that for him, just the name alone, in the position that he plays is going to bring him a lot more notoriety, similar to what we saw with Avon Miller and Khalil Mack last year. Hmm. Even though their numbers weren't the best, both of them were single digits in terms of sacks, they're both pro bowlers. I mean, Khalil Mack with eight and a half, Vaughn with seven, and they still made the pro bowl because yeah. of their name, because of the position they play. So I think Chase Young will be in a similar spot because of who he is. And you have to think this, too. All of the media attention that's going to be surrounding Washington this year, whatever the new name they come up with, that's going to be talked about at nauseum. But at the same time with them talking about that at nauseum, you know what they're going to be showing. They, they, I mean, because from an offensive standpoint, 
you're either going to show Dwayne Haskin highlights or yep. you're going with uh, Kyle Allen highlights. That's not going to be the same as Chase Young getting a sack on somebody. Chase Young, you know, doing this. Chase Young does that. The kid from Maryland area does this. That's going to be the narrative that they're going to be pushing. So that's why I feel like he'll be able to get those votes and be in there. That's a good point by you, too. They're going to prop him up like crazy because he mm-hmm. is the local guy yeah, who, who's playing for the, for the NFL team. And then, I mean, he even played with DeMatha High School out there. Yeah. Tim Ace with uh, Anthony McFarlane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when you factor in all those things, him being in the nation's capital is going to be a big deal, and they're going to make sure that everybody knows. Like, forget the name change. They're going to make sure that you know about his name. Chase Young. Yeah. They're going to be the Washington Chase Young. Yeah, like, that's the one you're going to hear about the most, man. Uh, do you have any uh, one guy before we move on from uh, the Washington Redacteds? No, 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 they're just Washington now, man. Just Washington they're now. Just Washington, bro. Uh, the Washington TBAs. Yeah, just Washington. I hope. I really hope they just stick with just Washington, man. <laughs> would I would be, love it. It'd be a huge flex. I would love it. Uh, you got any hope for Darius Geis finally coming good this year? Uh, two years now. Obviously, he missed his whole rookie year with the injury last year. I think he only played in five or six games. A lot of promise coming out of LSU. I, I can't speak for you, but I know I really like this guy coming out of college. Any hope for him that he can kind of figure it out and, and fulfill the potential that we all thought he had two years ago? My issue with him is, number one, we know from a health standpoint he's dealt with some injuries. We we got that. But who's on his team? Who's he sharing the backfield with? And he just lost his best offensive lineman to trade, too. Yeah. So those are the things that really, I feel like, hold him back. Now, he's a dope running back. We saw, like you said, coming out of college, his tape was hot. That's what we like to say. He got a hot tape. Hot, hot tape. Hot tape. But ultimately, man, I just don't feel like the situation is going to be set up for him to be the most successful because he's not going to get the same volume with Adrian Peterson coming back. That's going to definitely hold him back. And then from a quarterback standpoint, regardless of if you believe in Dwayne Haskins or not or Kyle Allen or not, they're not enough of a threat as of today to make you say that, hey, we're, we're going to not pack the box and, and let the running back get off. No, that's not how it's going to work. They're going to pack the box and make those two guys at quarterback beat them with their arm, which they haven't proven they can do consistently just yet. Those things don't bode well for Darius, especially when you talk about Trent Williams being traded away. That's, I mean, that's that's your, your anchor of yeah. your offensive line. He sets the tone. So that's my biggest thing, man, when I think about Darius and do I think he'll be able to have a breakout season potentially this year. I just, I'm personally not seeing it right now. Tampa Bay, sorry, Tampa oh. Bay Buccaneers. Are you speaking French today, huh? <laughs> okay. Oui, oui, ho, ho. All right. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Arthur Motes, this is an e- easy one for me. Uh-oh. Right? I think you know where I'm going here, don't I mean, you? I, I, I would hope I know where you're going, but you never know sometimes. You know where I'm going here, I right? I hope I know. You know where I'm it going It shouldn't here. be difficult. It's Devin White. Okay. Yeah. Come on. Anybody who, okay. anybody who watched those last – Motes and I have talked about this before. We love Devin Bush, and we have high hopes for him. Anybody who watched those last five games the Buccaneers played last year and watched what Devin White did in those games, you should have high hopes for him as well too. Arthur Motes, and this is the kicker. I can tell you whose spot he's going to take. Ooh. He just retired, Luke Keekley. So it's a it's nice slide in. Luke Keekley retires. Mm-hmm. Devin White slides right in. That's an easy one for me. Yeah, without a doubt, man. You talk about what Devin did his last five games. I mean, he only played 13 games, still had 91 tackles, two touchdowns on fumble, what, four fumble recoveries, three forced <laughs> yeah. fumbles. I mean, the kid was there. We had an interception. He creates splash. splash. He's very productive. But the biggest benefit and the biggest reason why I feel like he's going to make it more so than anyone else is because who is his quarterback now? Who's quarterback? 
Tampa. Okay. Brady. So with that being said, we know two things. Number one, he doesn't have to deal with a 30 for 30. He's not going to be on the field nowhere near as much as he was last year. But with Tom Brady comes primetime games. With Tom Brady comes national media attention. With Tom Brady comes, hey, even if you're just good on defense, you're going to be talked about in a whole other vein. We've seen it with both the McCourty twins. I mean, at times they talked about them like they were the, the best thing ever because they play in New England because they're with Tom Brady. I think Devin White is going to benefit in the exact same ways. I do think Devin will produce at extremely high level because he's very, very talented. But I think he's going to have that added inflation because of the Tom Brady effect, because of the national media effect, and because they're going to be trying to sell this team as a Super Bowl contender. So it's not going to just be, oh, because of Brady. They're going to say, well, look at this young leader on defense. He's the next Mm -hmm. thing. I mean, Luke Keekley retires, and now he takes over the division. He takes over this. So that's the narrative I can definitely see them going with, and I can definitely see them making it. Let's do one more here before we take a break. Seattle Seahawks. Mm. This was a tough one for me, Motsi. Jeez, I'm trying to think. Who hasn't? Because I I do, obviously, I think a lot of people would say DK Metcalf, and I think we could certainly see him taking a step forward this year and becoming a— We talked about the receivers in the NFC. But but look at the receivers in the NFC. I mean, there's four that are at least least four that are just incredibly, insanely elite. So you got Michael Thomas. Yep. Julio Jones, yep. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Mike Evans uh-huh. Amari Cooper, uh-huh. Kenny Galladay, uh-huh. Devontae Adams. Yep. I mean, those guys <laughs> made it. Just, just, we were talking about this yesterday. I don't think we even yeah. mentioned Devontae Adams. That's and, and listen, crazy. Those were the guys that just made it as receivers. They still had Cordell Patterson and Deontay Harris who made it as your special team people. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's a stacked list. Mm-hmm. Stacked. And you mean to tell me Chris Godwin did it with James Winston as quarterback? You don't think Chris Godwin and Mike Evans are going to improve with Tom Brady as their quarterbacks? Yeah. Devontae Adams? Come on, man. (laughs) I think they are. You know Amari Cooper going to get off. He is Dallas' only passing option. So do you have a name that's sticking out for you here on this one? (sighs) Not really. (laughs) Because I said, man, I don't think any of Seattle's running backs – are going to be able to do that. You know who I was thinking? What about what about formerly of this parish, B.J. Finney? Oh, okay, okay. Don't hate that one, do you? I'm not opposed to it. No, not at all. I mean, it's another, you know, whether I, I think they're going to use him as a guard, right? He's going to be yes. starting at guard, I believe that's I what they said. But then I look at the guards, though. You got Zach Martin. Yeah. Brandon Brooks. He's out already for the Oh, year. you're right, you're right. He's, He's out, out, but, but Jason Peters is coming back. So <laughs> there could uh, be an opening there. I tell you what, if Jason Peters makes a Pro Bowl in his first ever yeah, season at right guard at age not. 38, he better not. that's an indictment on everybody else. But you're right, though. With Brandon Brooks being out, I, f- I totally forgot the Achilles, right? It's yep. Achilles, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be open slot. I'm going with formerly of this parish. B.J. Finney, baby. Munchak millionaire? Am I forgetting somebody, though? I thought there was a – in New Orleans – Ram- no, what? Is- no, no, he's a tackle. He's tackle. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was and that young guy, guy that they here. had is playing center for the Saints. You're right. It's an open spot. BJ Finney could make it happen. Woo! Yeah, because I just, I mean, we could make DK Metcalf. We could say that because of the name and what he was able to do last year and some of the hype surrounding him. 
but I just personally the wide receivers right are too now, good man. in the NFC right now. Yeah, too. Like I said, barring good. injury, I just I'm not seeing it at all. What say you on Twitter at Wes Euler at the Body Fifty Two? The Body. We'll continue with this conversation when we return inside the Electric Factory. He's Arthur Motes. I'm Wesley Euler. This is Steelers Blitz on SNR. On your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Inside the Electric Factory on a Wednesday, closing out the first hour. A little housekeeping here, Arthur Motes. Uh-oh. All right. I like the stones, As the Stones bring us in. Uh, I just retweeted a video on Twitter. <laughs> I just retweeted a video on Twitter. Talk about being redundant there. Uh, where else can you retweet something, Euler, you absolute dink? I just retweeted a video. Uh, our buddy David, the Photoshop extraordinaire. I tell you what, Motes, he's like a fine wine. I mean, he's just getting better and better at this as we go yeah. along. He recast you and I um, as the the cast of the Avengers. Awesome. It's awesome an imperfect job. world, but it's the only one we got. <laughs> Quoting Tony Stark there. And, uh, yeah, on Twitter, at Wesley Euler, at the Body 52 if you want to see this video. Yeah, it's <laughs> insane, bro. It's out it's of control. Insane. So I had to give David a shout-out for that. He's been one of our... One of our original megawatts. He's been yes, rocking with us for a long time. Man. Day and we, one. We always appreciate it. And I also, all right, I'm getting bugged, Arthur Motes, by a, a bunch of my family who's at the beach right now, all right? Mm. And they're all sitting at the beach listening to the show, and you know how that works. They've probably been drinking since 10 o'clock this morning, and everybody wants a shout-out on the radio, all right? So. Shout them out, man. Shout out to the to the Hilton Head crew, all right? Do it. The Woos, the Orums, uh. the Pattersons. Uh. My mother, yeah, drink a couple more, you big jerks. (laughs) Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, rocking here as we close out the first hour, continuing our conversation here, an in-depth look more at the rosters in the NFC and some guys on those rosters who have the best chance to make a Pro Bowl or become an All-Pro for the first time. Arthur Motes, we are now on the Super Bowl runners-up. Mm-hmm. The San Francisco 49ers. Uh, a guy that you and I were just talking about during the break, Debo Samuel, would be intriguing, but he's going to miss some time due to injury. And we've already talked about that it's just the gauntlet of wide receivers Very true. in the NFC. Raheem Mostert is another one who I would think you know plays into this conversation. I think he has the fastest speed on Madden too, by the way. But who knows what his situation's going to be? Who knows if he's going to hold out? Who knows if he'll even be a 49er this year? When in doubt, always hold out. When in doubt, always hold out. Uh, so with that... <sighs> Stop being scared. Chicken. What you, what, you, what you debating over there? It's Kawan Williams, right? The cornerback? Uh- Okay, I feel okay, like anybody okay. else is has already been elected to one, right? Kyle Juszczyk, Richard uh, Sherman, any of those defensive linemen. 
unless I'm going to talk about the rookie, Javon Kinlaw, but I don't want to okay. go with a rookie defensive lineman here in this conversation unless okay. his name is Chase Young. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Kawan Williams? Am I missing somebody? You are. Who am I missing? Okay. You got, you've got that grin, that Arthur Motes. I love it when Wes misses somebody and I can tell him where he's wrong grin. So he goes by it. the name of Eric Armstead. He's coming off with 10 Ooh. sacks last year. Didn't pick up his fifth-year option. A lot of pressure on him to perform, and he's ready to get paid. Hmm. So, yeah, man, that's the guy I'm rolling with in this discussion. And we talked about how you're playing in San Fran. We know the hype around them right now, but them being Super Bowl contenders and all that from last season, he go out there and have another double-digit sack season like he did opposite of Bosa. And he's going to get his name up here. He's going to be a Pro Bowler. That's just how it goes. We know these things. This is true. And especially when we talked about the Niners in the past, we talked about how last year their D-line was the heart and soul of that defense. Yeah. It's not like where other teams were, it's the linebackers or the secondaries. No. Uh-uh. The D-line, they hmm. talked about how even, I mean, essentially they would hurt each other's numbers because all of them were so good, all of them were so productive. So for me, that's why I'm going with Armstead. I like it. That's a good call by you, Motsi. That's a good call by you. All right. Across the Commonwealth we go here, and you know how this is painful because it's like uh, forty. Man, stop! You know you like love them boys. Forty-five dollars in tolls each way now to go between Pittsburgh man, and Philadelphia. You, big money. you ain't tripping on that. I do live in a big house on the big side of town, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, man. Y'all got helicopters in your neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't say my boy Carson Wentz because in 2017 he was a pro bowler and an all pro. Oh, must be nice. I know. Despite missing the last three games with injury, he was still that good, baby. He, he is a Super Bowl champ. Let's put some respect on him. I mean, that's true. He does put some respect ring. on him, you know? They don't ask how. They ask how many, right, <laughs> Arthur Motes? Uh, he's got one on his yeah, ring. put some respect on him, man. He got a ring, man. Um, you know, too, I, I like to consider myself, I think I'm pretty versed in the Eagles roster. Mm-hmm. I've got it down to two guys. Uh-oh. Uh, one that is a, a guy who's been an Eagle for a few years, another yes. that is a new Eagle. Uh-oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, so the first one, Dallas Goddard. Uh-huh. Oh. I think he's, I think he is, <laughs> he's I, I do. He's now. All right, I, I like you know, Dallas uh, in Philadelphia. Yeah. It's a, it's like a said, weird man. dynamic he, He's there. back with us. He's you know? your FCS, he's, his first name's Dallas, and he's an FCS guy. That should be your boy right uh, there. I don't like him. <laughs> um. Zach Ertz, you and I, we've talked a lot uh, before how, you know, you could easily argue that he's the third best tight end in the National Football League, you know, behind. You said trade now while, while the iron's hot. But there's been a lot of talk <laughs> about trading now while the iron's hot. If that happens, Goddard certainly becomes a yes. prime candidate. But I even think, too, with all the <laughs> injury question marks they have at wide receiver on mm-hmm. that offense, like, they, it's an offense that really likes to utilize the tight ends. Oh, without a doubt. I think that'll work for Goddard. And then the other guy, Arthur Motes, and this is a tough one because, again, who are you going to take off the list? There's some really good players there. But we've talked about this. I feel like Javon Hargrave could just have an Ooh. outstanding year on that defensive line. Fletcher oh, Cox, Brandon man. Graham. They're talking about bringing maybe Clowney in there as well, too. Ooh, that's a good one. I, I So Dallas Goddard, or I'm going to go with two here. I'm going to cheat. I'm going to go 1A and 1B. Give me Goddard and give me formerly of this parish. We miss him already. Good old Jay Wobble. See, now you're going to actually have a three-person debate right now. Okay. So, obviously, I thought Dallas Goddard, I I think that he's ready to take that next step. Now, a lot of that's going to hinge upon Zach Ertz and what he's able to accomplish this season. But the other two guys, you name one of them in Hargrave. I think that he's more than ready. I think that this is going to be a breakout season for him now that he's going to have the opportunity to play 
predominantly and be the guy. Mm-hmm. And also in a 4-3 where you're, it's mm-hmm. a totally different responsibility than what he was Fletcher doing here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Next to you. Fletcher Cox <laughs> next to you, and then you got Brandon Graham over here wrecking havoc. Yeah, this this is a, oppor- a great opportunity for him. But the other guy that I thought of, Nikel Roby Coleman. He's a guy that's been very, very productive, very sticky, gets a ton of interceptions. He's always in the action as that slot corner. And when I'm looking at the defensive backs in the in the NFC that made the Pro Bowl, I said to myself, okay, Kyle Fuller, depending on how uh, Chicago looks, that could be something that could potentially come from there. Also, Shaquille Griffin. <clears throat> also, Eddie Jackson. I, I think that in Chicago, I, I'm just I don't know if they're going to be able to produce like that again. Then I also talked about Xavier Rose. He's a guy who's definitely been on the decline of lately, yeah. declining fast. Mm-hmm. Those are all multiple spots that will be presented, and that doesn't take away from the fact that he's going to still be in the secondary with the Darius Slay who's already up here. That's going to help him out a lot because he's not matching up with your best of the best. He's going to have very favorable matchups. So I think back to also with uh, Nikel Roby Coleman, some of his most productive seasons were under Jim Schwartz as his DC mm-hmm. in Buffalo. Now he's reunited with Schwartz in, in Philadelphia. And it feels All, so good. Absolutely. Come on, you need that reunited, baby. <laughs> Reunification. That's a new word. <laughs> so for me, man, that's why I think that he's another guy who could potentially get in there. It's a good call by you. Let's stick in that division here, too. Uh, we'll go up uh, 95 for, for, what, 60 miles or so up into New York. And the G-Men, the football giants... Arthur Motes, they got some young guys. They got some young talent on that team. They got good guys? Well, uh, that's to be determined. Okay, just check. You do like Danny Dimes, though, don't you? Not that much. Not that much. <laughs> <laughs> I like the kid, but I don't like him like that. I think I could be missing one here, but this is another one where anybody who is talented that we all agree on is, yeah, that's a good football player. They've already yeah. been elected on the Giants roster. Can, can I vote Saquon Tice, please? Can I vote for Saquon, even though he's already been <laughs> Can there? I just vote for Saquon again? Uh, what about Kevin Zeitler, though? I'm not against it. Definitely not against it. I think I can see that happening. Um, we talked about the guard position as well, how it's going to be open right now, man. Brandon Brooks is gone. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a spot, so that's definitely very, very feasible. Anybody else that I'm forgetting? I'm trying to think to myself who we be forgetting right now, man. Because Marcus Golden, even if he was to return, I don't see him doing anything no. on that level to make a Pro Bowl. Golden Tate has made a Pro Bowl before, correct? Uh, I believe. I believe he has. So. Let me double check. Yeah. But I believe. So. Yes, he's Pro Bowl. Yep. He made a Pro Bowl in like fourteen yeah. or something like that. I want to say. Let's yeah, so see. He has a Pro Bowl. Yep, twenty fourteen. He made the Pro Bowl. Sterling so Shepard. I don't think he could stay healthy enough. What about Andrew Thomas? Fourth overall pick as a tackle as a rookie. That would be tough. <sighs> that's gonna be tough. That's gonna be tough, that's especially when you tough. consider some of the tackles. Yeah, in the NFC and in the NFC, you face a lot of four threes, a lot of four, threes a lot of DNs, well a lot, a lot of guys to get out there to pass it, man. Yeah, Kevin Zeitler though, if Saquon has a huge season, Zeitler gets some credit for that. That offensive line. Hmm. <sighs> hmm. Who am I missing here? Hold, on. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Uh, Daniel Jones. It's not Daniel Jones. It's not Danny Dimes. That is your boy. It's not happening. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I guess either Andrew Thomas or uh, or Kevin Zeitler. I mean, one of those two you'd have to go with. I think so. I think that's fair. I probably feel more confident in Zeitler, though, just because of the guard position. He's a little more covered up, and he's been in the league for a while now, so he doesn't have to worry about his, you know, 
this being his first time coming in playing tackle, left tackle in the NFL, we know how difficult difficult that can be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go Zeitler. I think that's a good pick. I think that's a good pick. Up next, Arthur Motes. Last one here to wrap up the first hour of the show. The new Orleans Nolens Saints. No, 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 Nolens. Now, you mentioned Ryan Ramchek earlier. He's never been a pro bowler, but I he know. has been an all pro. It's hey, he's no different he's... than like Mitchell Schwartz. Yeah, it's crazy how that. Hey, man, I'm just here to, to give the best answers. And if by the rules, I'm abiding by that, mm-hmm. it's pretty simple for me. Yeah, Ryan Ramchek, right? Yeah. So he's never been to a Pro Bowl, technically. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody else from that roster that were like that's not as an obvious duh? Yeah, I'll probably say uh Marcus Williams, he's a guy that yeah, you could potentially a make one. a debate for. That's a good one. Um Yeah, because I don't see Eli Apple doing that. Mm-mm. Um Eric McCoy at center? Maybe. I mean, he just finished yeah. a really strong rookie season. He could certainly get better. Because I think I was like in the secondary outside of Lattimore. No, nah. Marcus Williams the only one who's really been productive like that. Yeah, Malcolm Demario Jenkins Davis. has been to been to Pro Bowls already. Yeah. I want to say Demario Davis has already been to. Yeah, he's he's a, no, he's an All Pro. He doesn't have a Pro Bowl. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, he was first team All Pro last year. Okay. So which some blows my there. mind. He could be first team All Pro too. but not make the Pro Bowl. Blows some, my mind. Some good ones there. Uh... Well, I'm a defensive guy, so I'm going to Mario. I know you are. Yeah, I'm going to Mario. I know you are, Arthur Motes. All right, last one here quick before we go to break. I lied. Let's do one more. How about the Minnesota Vikings? Psych a lot! <laughs> How about the Minnesota Vikings? New man on the Minnesota Vikings. Arthur Motes. See, I never heard that song before that you just sung either. <laughs> now I know you're lying. You just make it sound different. Now I know you're lying. Um, that ain't no Lizzo. That's Izzo. Can't say Dalvin Cook because he was a pro bowler last year. Uh, can't say Danielle Hunter, right, because he was as well, too. Kendrick's been a pro bowler. Hmm. Has, has Kirk Cousins been a pro bowler? He's been a pro bowler, hasn't he? He better have been. Two-time pro bowler, yeah. I was, was going to say, say yeah, wait I, think a minute. Kirk, I think Kirk Cousins has been a couple times. Uh, how about Anthony Harris, the safety? Ooh. Who are we forgetting? Uh, Thielen, has he been a Pro Bowl? Yeah, two times. Okay, two I thought, time so. Pro I thought he's, so. It's crazy. He's been two-time Pro Bowl at Diggs. Diggs is not. Wow. <sighs> that's some that's some bull crap there. Anthony Harris, is there anybody else I'm forgetting? Safety, 60-year man. Lining up next to Harrison Smith, which helps oh, him as well, too. Man. Where are you going here, Arthur Motes? I don't feel like I'm going anywhere. I don't have a lot of options right now. It <laughs> sucks. <laughs> I feel like Anthony Harris has to be the guy. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, Trey Wayne's nah. No. Could go with some of the rookies, but no. I think it's got to be Anthony Harris. Yeah. All right, Arthur Motes, one hour in the book. When we come back here, hour number two, we'll finish up this list on the other side. We'll have a little Best of the West Wednesday, as we always do on Wednesdays, and we'll get to your tweets. So keep them rolling in. At Wesley Euler, at the body, 52. The body. 60 minutes in the book. 60 more to go, knucklehead. So stick with us here on SNR. Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Thank you. 
Good afternoon, Steelers Nation. How we doing? Serendipitous. Well, that's good. <laughs> Serendipitous. <laughs> I mean, that Arthur Motes, he always keeps me on my toes, folks. He always keeps... There's never a dull moment with Motes, I tell you. That's good. <laughs> Hour number two, inside the electric factory. Yins already know the drill. We're rolling along here on a Wednesday. Questions, comments, concerns... Reactions. You can find us on Twitter at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. The Body. Arthur Motes. Let's keep it moving here. Looking at our NFC teams, predicting a future Pro Bowler or All Pro for each team, and there's a lot of tough ones in the NFC so far. And this one's not going to be any easier. The Los Angeles Rams. Hello, Arthur Motes. Uh, I don't know. Brandon Cooks is gone. Could have said him. I don't know what's going on at running back, but I'm not going to pick the rookie Cam Akers, I don't think, to be a pro bowler his rookie season. Mm -hmm. uh, anyone any good on defense has already made a pro bowl or been an all-pro. I'm going to go chalk here. Tyler Higby, tight end. I mean, that's really all that I got. Fair enough. Fair enough. For me, man, I'm going Robert Woods. Coming off of back-to-back 1,000-yard -back seasons. Along with the fact that with Brandon Cook's gone, that opens up a major door for him. You know, I do think that golf has come back to reality in terms of his full potential, but just off of the style of offense that they run and having McVay out there, they're going to find creative ways to be successful out there and to get those guys the ball, in particular Robert Woods. So I think that, man, he's going to be the benefactor. I think I can see him having another 1,000-yard season. I think he had 1,100 this year, 1,200 last year. I could easily see him doing that again in that vein. And I mean, all it takes is him to – do it on the right primetime games right. where national media is watching it, and then before you know it, you're, you're talked about in a totally different vein. So I, I can see that with him, man. I like that. That's a good call by you. Green Bay Packers, Arthur huh. Motes. I got to think you're going defensive side of the football for this one. You're going a little, uh, you know, a little defensive side of the pigskin here for the pack? Uh, you never know. You never know. Who you going with, man? Oh, you're trying to play coy on me here, I too. I playing huh? coy. I'm trying to play coy on me. So both the Smith brothers have been to Pro Bowls before, correct? Let me double, triple check. That is factually yeah. inaccurate. Oh, is it? Correct. It is wow. inaccurate. So Zadarius has been to a Pro yes, Bowl Yes, Zadarius has been. Preston has not. Ooh. So Preston Smith so or Darnell I know Savage? your answer. <laughs> I think I'd go with Preston Smith over Darnell Savage. Absolutely. I, I think I would. I think that Packers defense, they were obviously much improved last year. They'll look to be a little bit better this year. Preston Smith? Yeah, why not? Preston Smith was robbed last year. He had 12 sacks. I, I know. The, the same way we complained about Bud getting robbed last year because of Vaughn, Preston got robbed shit because of Khalil. Mm -hmm. There's no reason why he shouldn't have made that list, man. He is that good, especially that season he was having. We talked about how they, I mean, arguably had the best pass rushing tandem in the NFL. People, I mean, when we talked about what we had here with TJ and Bud, they were up there, if not better, in terms of their numbers and productivity as well. So, without a doubt, man, you got to be Preston. Yeah, that's a good call by you. I mean, he totally did get robbed by the reputation of Khalil Mack. <sighs> Big jerk. Don't want like reputations anyway. Big jerk. We'll stick in the division. Oh, move to Detroit. Okay, let's do it. The Lions in the pencil fraud, Matt Patricia. You know you Wait, love. Sorry, did I just say that out loud? You know you love Patricia. What is it about those NFC head coaches, Motsi? Patricia, man. Sean Payton. I, I just feel, I feel like I love them all so much. I feel like because you see a lot of yourself in both of them, <laughs> and it makes you very like uncomfortable about that. <laughs> You're like Sean Payton. Gosh, man, I should be him, man. We we got the same type of look. Like I just got this, and then with 
man, Patricia, you love using pencils. I mean, you write all your notes out with a pencil. I will you write say your this. song lyrics out with a pencil. I see you write with a pencil like all the time, bro. I will say this. I wish I had Matt Patricia's beard. I mean, could you imagine that beard with my hair, baby? I mean, I'd be see, I'd be in Hollywood this, working this for GQ. Thing, man. I, I see the beard, and I remember talking with Keyswood at times and seeing how he has to eat and how stuff gets in the beard. That looks like a hassle. That's true. I'm not really yeah. into that. You and I both like Action Bronson. Yeah, He's got that yeah, cooking man. show. He's always pulling his beard back while he I'm takes like, bites to eat. Stuff just, ah, like I'm good on that, man. Detroit Lions. How about on Johnson? I'm not opposed to that. Yeah. I'm not opposed to that at all. Uh, it, Patricia likes to run the ball. He could get a lot of – I know DeAndre Swift's in, the, in there too now, but he's still a rookie – Running backs, we know how that is. It seems like the Pro Bowlers. It's like a revolving door Very every true. year. Yeah, give me carry on Johnson. For me, man, I'm going with the rookie. Ooh. Okuda. That's a good pick. That's a really good pick. I mean, we're talking about, you know, we made the argument earlier. We were talking about Nikhil Roby Coleman in terms of Xavier Rose is definitely taking a decline. Mm-hmm. Talk about guys like uh, Eddie Jackson, Shaq Barrett. Kyle Fuller, Ken, I mean, they don't have the dominant name where it's a guarantee they're going to make it every year. I think that with Okuda, he's going to be talked about because he oh, is yeah. their first-round pick. He's a top-five pick. Third overall. Absolutely. Replacing Darius Slay, yeah. who's been to three straight Pro Bowls. And they're going to definitely follow Okuda and see the success that he has. So if he can stand up and be just No, I really like that by Really you, good. He, good. He's going to definitely get the nod, man. So that's what I'm going with. Because if Darius Slay has made it for the past three years, right, it's mm-hmm. obvious then that a defensive back in that system can have the success, Absolutely. can get the notoriety. Absolutely. Okuda's certainly got the pedigree. Oh, I like that, Arthur Motes. You know, you know what I'm saying? We just got to be thought-provoking a little bit here, baby. I like about that. Yeah. With the Lions, too, they've got another one of those good young centers in Frank Ragnow. There's a yes, lot of these dude. good young centers very, very in the talent, NFC. Very talented, man. Interesting. There's some really good young centers in the NFC. I, I tell you what here going forward. The Saints got one. The Lions got one. Oh, man. But someone's got to fall out for someone to take their spot, right? This Most is very true, man. This is how it works. It's not make, easy. I don't make the rules. I just follow them. It's not easy. Now. oh Now Arthur Motes has been waiting for this all hey day. Hey, now. If you're following us here backwards hey alphabetically. Hey, now. Hey, now. It's Arthur Motes' Dallas Cowboys. Woo! How about them cowgirls? Oh, whoa. Hey, now. Come on. All right, all right, all right. Come on. I ain't want to be like that guy, you know. Come on. How about them cowboys? There we go. There we go. How about them cowboys? Them cowboys. How about them cowboys? You think you and I could just say that for the next 53 minutes and cover the rest of the showtime? And we probably get some uh, tweets. Angry tweets. You know Arthur Motes, my two linebackers are off the board, right? You know yes. that I love Leighton Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith. Those two, they're a lot oh, of man, fun I to watch you, there. I thought you were going to go with Sean Lee, man, because, you know, PA and all that I thought stuff. he's already been a pro bowler, too, hasn't he? I think he actually has. Yeah, yeah two-time pro bowler. Two-time, yeah. Uh, One-time all pro. Smith and Leighton both were in 2019. Or, sorry, uh, Smith was in 2019. Leighton was in 2018. <sighs> Starting to run out of names. Except for Lyle Collins on the offensive line, right? I mean... Hold on, hold on. Who else do they have? The receiver, Gallup. Yeah, Michael Gallup. But they also drafted C.D. Lamb, Lamb, Lamb as well. Yep. That's going to be crowded. Mm-hmm. C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, mm-hmm. and Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. That's crowded. Listen, I think we can all agree with Mike McCarthy that, in theory, that offense should put up a lot of points. They should. Give me Lyle Collins. Lyle, mm. Lyle, Lyle. Lyle Collins, 
Offensive tackle. That offense is going to put up a lot of numbers. Zeke and Dak and Amari and C.D. Lamb. And the offensive line is going to get a lot of credit because they've had a good one in Dallas for a long time. Gimme Lyle Collins entering his sixth season in the National Football League. What say you, Arthur Motes? I'm going to go with the rookie quarterback out of James Madison University, Ben DiNucci. Yeah, I can just see it now, man. He comes as a seventh-round draft pick. Uh, you gonna We've seen the stories before with your Tom Brady's, your Gardner Minshew. reject around. No, 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 well, no, no. I'm talking about he's a James Madison guy. I don't know what this Pitt stuff I'll you're speaking you what, of. If you can follow in the footsteps of Joe Flacco, another uh, another Pitt reject. Just saying, I mean, man. He, he's not a, no, well. no, no, not a Pitt reject. He turned down Pitt to come to JMU. It's pretty simple, okay? <laughs> He didn't get kicked out. He said, look, I'm tired of your university. I'm going to bigger and better things. And we saw the success no, that I, he no, had. You and I both agree on that. Yeah. JMU is bigger and better things than Pitt. Yeah. I mean, we both so, we're so on the same page So for me, man, there. I'm going with Ben DiNucci. Hot take, hot gonna, take, hot take. You're going to give love to that pine, I'm just saying, Richland. man. You, you saw it. it worked out with Tony Romo. Ooh, it worked out with Tony you Romo. Think, ooh, I always forget too. Not only did Ben DiNucci attend that university that's located in the Oakland district of Pittsburgh. He didn't go there. While. He went to James Madison, man. Stop it. <sighs> he was also, I always forget he was a Pine Richland kid. And you know me, Arthur Motes, as a uh, graduate of the distinguished, oh, ooh, distinguished high school of Mars. And we don't like those Pine Richland kids. Mm-hmm. So I got no love for that selection. But I'll let it slide because that's your JMU boy. Yeah, so that was my, my JMU pick. But my non-JMU pick, you have to either go Lyle Collins. Like I said, I want to say Michael Gallup, but I just feel like it's going to be too many miles to feed in that receiving room. He's yeah. coming off of a 1,000-yard receiving season as well. He was very productive. But adding a third person in there, and you still have to – yeah, it's just, uh, it's just way too much. I mean, because you still got to feed Zeke, too. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think mm-hmm. – his name isn't big enough right now. I mean, let's be real about it. Amari Cooper is going to be in, but CeeDee Lamb's name right now is bigger than Michael Gallup's. Right, Correct. wrong, or indifferent. Correct. It just is what it is. So when you're looking at the voting and, and people are having to make those decisions, they're going to go with CeeDee Lamb because of who CeeDee Lamb That's is. just the way it goes. That's how it is, man. It's the way she goes. Last one here, Arthur Motes, before we get the break. Chicago Bears. Ooh. Uh, I know there's some there's some talent on the offensive side of the football that has not been to a Pro Bowl. Oh, you said like but, a quarterback? But is it Mitch Trubisky? Well, Nick Foles has been to a, a Pro no, Bowl. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking about your boy, Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky is not my boy. Nick oh, Foles man. is your boy. You know that's your man's, bro. That is not my man's. Uh, like... There's again, like I said, there's some young talent on the offensive side of the football that you could argue, but I don't believe in the offensive side of the football for the Bears in general. Smart man. So I look towards the defense, and then this becomes pretty easy. Give me Roquan Smith. What are we talking about here? Dude's only 23 years old. He's an absolute stud. Two years of experience already. Either him or Devin White, Motsi. All right, I realize I'm kind of contradicting myself here in a way, but one of those two is going to take our daily departed Luke Keekley's spot. All right, so give me Roquan Smith. Yeah, I actually like the Roquan Smith pick a lot, man. I think he's a very productive player, 100-plus tackles, back-to-back seasons. He still gets sacks. He, he's a very just productive, hard-nosed player, and I think that benefits him extremely, I mean, in, in a large way while he's out there in Chicago. So I said either him, but I'm also looking at a guy like Cole Komet. Man, the tight end that got drafted mm. out of, uh, was it Notre Dame, I want to say. My only concern is who's my starting quarterback. Yes. If it's Nick Foles, I think it happens. If it's Trubisky, I feel bad you for you, You love Cole. Nick Foles. I mean, he's a Super Bowl champ, Super Bowl MVP. Yes, this is true. I mean, he carried your boy to a Super Bowl ring. 
He did. Yeah. He he went toe to toe with Tom, and like the best game I've ever seen Tom Brady play. Oh yeah, it, it was nice. And Nick Foles beat Tom Brady. Nice. Philly, Philly. I mean, I mean, he car- and he like I said, he carried your boy the whole time, man. He carried my boy. He carried your boy Winston the whole time. Man. Yeah, in those two playoff games, Winston need to thank him every day for that ring. Yes, yeah. Forget yes. Brandon Graham. Forget yes. Fletcher Cox. Forget Malcolm Jenkins. It was all Nick Foles, baby. I, I didn't see any of those guys get considered the Super Bowl MVP. You're it right. Consideration. It's probably right, unanimous. Go, go back and watch that first playoff game against the Falcons. No, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Woo! Clutch moments. What did he do when it mattered the most? Woo! It's like the uh, it's like the anti Big Ben conversation. Honestly, mm. like you know how people always say, yeah, well, Big Ben won that first Super Bowl, but he was so bad in that game. Yeah, he was outstanding in the playoff games before Correct. that. Correct. He was so good, and then he was not great in the Super Bowl. For Foles, man, he was really bad at first, and then he got really yes. good when it mattered. It's, like a little, it's a funny little dynamic there. So that's my whole thought process with Cole Komet, man. Depending on which Nick Foles we get, or if he has the Trubisky, that can dictate a lot. But Roquan Smith is definitely a safer pick. So, yeah, and I like defense, so we're good. The, let's do one more here before we go to break. Why not? Carolina Panthers with Carolina. their newly minted oh, this is Matt easy. Rule head coach. Come on, man. This is, is an it? easy one. Yes. Who is it? You better be going pass rusher. Yeah. Okay. It's Brian Burns, right? Absolutely. I mean, if it wasn't for, for Young Bosa just going absolute bonkers last year, yeah, he gets not then. Right. And he was a rookie. He's yeah. Or was it his second year last year? It was his... I mean, was no, was last year's rookie year? I want to say last year was his rookie year. I think last year was his rookie year. He's yeah. entering his second Correct. season this year. Yeah, yeah, because he was in he was in contention for rookie of the year until obviously you started seeing that. Yeah, right. with, with uh, what Young Bosa was doing was just out of this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't make me talk about my guy Derek Brown because I don't want to get Arthur Motes all fired up. No, 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 don't you do that now. <laughs> don't you do that. Yeah, it's got to be Brian Burns, right? Like you said last year. Just because Nick Bosa and honestly, like my boy Bruce Irvin there be, being there last yeah. year, like limited some of his snaps. Now mm-hmm. Bruce is back in Seattle, um, and Brian Burns is going to be the guy, and he's going to have a lot more stable quarterback situation as well, man. With Teddy yeah. Two Gloves, Pro Bowler in his own right, mm-hmm. being at your quarterback spot, man. So I think that definitely helps him out a lot, man. And I mean, let's be real. You playing in Carolina? You got good weather down there the majority of the year. Ain't that the truth? The defense has been revamped. Ain't. That they they, the they, they they were able to retain Trey Boston, man. Big time safety down there for those guys. So, yeah, man. All right, Arthur He's Mutz. actually – oh, no, go ahead. Because I don't think Trey's been so pro bowl either. But the only problem is so it's a little stacked out there. But though, it's man. stacked at that stacked position. Stacked at that position. Yeah. That's my only issue. Arthur Motes, we've got two teams left. They both start with an A on the alphabet, the Atlanta Falcons and the Arizona Cardinals. We'll get to those two teams. We will also have best of the West and answer your tweets. So a whole lot to go here in the last 45 minutes of the show. Stick with us inside the Electric Factory. This is Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Wrapping up our look at the NFC today, we've got two more teams, Arthur Motes. Let's get to it here. The Atlanta Falcons. ATL, baby. You know, this is sad, too. Like, what? Let me look at the date here. 
like less than two months from now, like six weeks from now, I should mm-hmm. be in Atlanta mm. at the Mercedes-Benz Dome mm. watching the Mountaineers play the Florida State Seminoles. And get, well, they actually might win that game. They might because Florida State. <laughs> they might I know win you that were game. about to make your WVU joke, but you were like, yeah, yeah Florida State, they're That's, not in great shape. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real possibility for you right there, man. God. The Atlanta Falcons. That's so bad. <laughs> you a big, big jerk, you. I tell you what, you. Um, Austin Hooper exits. Hayden Hurst enters. Is that the answer for the Falcons? Is it Hayden Hurst? <sighs> Matt Ryan got a new. New favorite target. Sanu's gone. Not as many mouths to feed in that. On Do that you offense. think Hurst is that guy though? I don't know. It's a good question. It's a good question. I mean, because Hurst was was robbing in Baltimore. He ain't never been Batman. It's true. It's true. I think for me, I would probably lean more Calvin Ridley hmm. than Hayden Hurst, but. That's gonna take a lot, like one of them crazy years from, uh, yeah. from Calvin. I mean, we because know again, Matt like Ryan is capable with, of it, but with yeah. wide receivers in the AFC, absolutely. And then you got was it AJ Terrell, the corner. It's tough. Yeah, I just don't believe in Hayden on that level per se. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, he, <laughs> like, he's always been Robin. Yeah, that's 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 a lot. Hmm. Hmm. Grady Jarrett's been to a Pro Bowl before, right? Or uh, has he not? I, I think he has because if he hasn't then he might be my guy he just turned 27 years old he has he's yeah, been to a pro say, bowl yeah. uh julio and matt ryan that. obviously have alex mack has been to a pro bowl i believe correct when he was in uh cleveland cleveland yeah i was gonna say since then yep. uh six-time pro bowl yeah i was say yeah been todd gurley's been there yeah Deion jones i believe has been there Man, maybe Calvin Ridley is the pick. I feel like it's got to be Calvin, right? Yeah, because Deion has has one Pro Bowl. Nobody in the yep. secondary outside of Keanu AJ. Neal. I would say AJ Terrell is the only one I can think of in the secondary. Keanu Neal? Mm. Mm. I ain't seeing that one. No, I'm not seeing that one either. Although he's still young, man. Yeah, that's cool. He's gonna turn 20. He hasn't even turned 25 yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, no, he's been to a Pro Bowl. He went to the Pro Bowl two years ago, so he's out. Ah, okay. So he's out. True Font already been to a Pro Bowl. Yep. Jake Matthews. Oh, Jake's not like that. He's not like that though. I'm going Calvin Ridley. I'm going Calvin Ridley too. I'm changing my answer. All right, I'm I'm piggybacking off Arthur Motes here. This feels right. Last one here, buddy. The Arizona Cardinals. Now, Kyler Murray might seem like the obvious right-away answer. But, again, there's some Uh, good quarterbacks in the NFC. NFC quarterbacks. Russell Wilson. Yep. Drew Brees. Yep. Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Kirk Cousins. Yep. But, no, now we got Tom Brady in there as well. Yep. And you didn't mention your boy Dak Prescott. Exactly. You didn't mention my boy Carson Wentz. Come on, man. I was naming the guys who made it just last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are the guys that made it last year. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough to crack uh, quarterbacks. Give I'm it a couple more years, that. right? Two, dude, three years dude, for Kyler. Out, Some of these out. guys retire. Time out. Jimmy G, we ain't even talk about him. He's another quarterback out there on the West that's been mm-hmm. doing his thing in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff's been to two Pro Bowls before. Teddy Bridgewater has been to a Pro Bowl before, and now he's <laughs> going to get a chance to be the starter again full-time. That's tough for Kyler. Even with DeAndre Hopkins walking through that door, that's a tough ask. I feel like I'm still forgetting a quarterback. Oh, Stafford. Matthew Stafford. He's coming out from injury. Matt Ryan? Yeah, what are we talking about here? 
Kyle Murray's not getting a Pro Bowl. Matt what? Ryan? What are we talking about? Get out of here. So who you got, Moats? <sighs> I'm going with the rookie. Are you going with Isaiah Simmons? Isaiah, absolutely. I, that was my answer too, but I thought you were going to crush me for it. That's no, why no, I wanted and, you and, to go and, first. And, and the reason why I'm thinking Isaiah is this, man. When I think <laughs> of the Cardinals, I understand that from a defensive standpoint, they have Pro Bowl, Pro Bowlers, and All Pros at all the positions. They got. Chandler Jones, arguably one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. You yeah. had Patrick Peterson, future Hall of Famer. You got Buda Baker, who's a pro bowler, all pro at safety. And Terry Linebacker is the spot they're missing. And with Isaiah Simmons, he's a guy that can go sideline to sideline with the best. I mean, I was watching old Clemson film last year, I mean, from him last season. Literally, this dude was playing at middle linebacker, and then he was playing a whole quarter at middle of the field safety. Not not uh, one or two plays for a package. No, he was literally the middle field safety for a whole quarter mm-hmm. and was balling. That type of athletic ability, that type of position flexibility, that creates splash, that creates those exciting type of plays, the things that you want to see. And I understand that he's going to be behind the eight ball potentially because of this offseason. But when you are able, we talk about the the argument with Jack Lambert and Jack Cam, right? One was a technician, one was just a bad man. You put him on the field, he's going to make plays. Isaiah, excuse me, Isaiah Simmons falls in that category of you just put him just out the there. Just a bad man. He's going to make plays. And everybody talked about that leading up to the draft, right? Well, what's his position? Yeah, he doesn't need a position. Just put him put him in the center of the field like they're going to do at middle linebacker and just go to work. If you and, and you bless can move him, around sometimes, too. Yeah, you, you want to bless edge, him, he can, can cover. You want to have him dropping into uh, zone coverage, man coverage. He has all of those capabilities. So that's why I thought it was, yeah, it, it has to be Isaiah Simmons. And we talked about the linebacker position. He does. I mean, it's going to be a slot open. Now, it's going to be multiple guys competing for that. But we talked about a Roquan Smith. We talked yeah. about a Devin White. But I'm like, man, it's, it's going to be available for him. And you have to ask yourself, too, is Jalen Smith going to be able to replicate what he was doing last year? That's another concern. I, I, and for me, those are some of the things I'm like, you know what? I can see him potentially slipping in there, man, because he's going to have a lot of talks surrounding him. Now that Kyler Murray is going into year two after being rookie of the year, right. a lot more eyes are on the Cardinals. Sure. Even though they play on a West Coast schedule from a time standpoint, they're going to have more East Coast national yes. televised games, yes. which benefits them in a in a huge way and ultimately is going to benefit Isaiah. Because when you're on defense, I mean, you're going to have Chandler getting the sacks. We know that. You're going to have Pat P doing what he does in coverage, Buda Baker doing what he does. But Isaiah is going to be the guy that you hear all the time. No different than with the Devin Bush, just the volume of tackles, the volume of plays that they're able to make. And I think that benefits him, man. Maybe not right away, but they're going to let him have some freedom. Oh, absolutely. Because if you just, just mentioned the, the playmakers that they have at every yeah. level. You're covered. Like there's going to be some, and, and listen, I can feel people getting angry already. All right. Uh-oh. this is, But you, you know where I'm going with this. Uh-oh. But obviously I don't mean to this extent. All right, this guy Ooh, hasn't played a snap in the NFL, but you, you know what I'm talking it. about. Don't There's going to be some it. of that that Troy Polamalu nature, oh, right? Where just all it. that I mean by that is oh, not that he's a future first ballot Hall of Famer. Said it. They're going to line him up all over the field, Ooh, and they're going to they're going to have the they're going to have the talent. Uh, here goes Arthur Moch trying to hype it up. Uh, yeah, you get what I'm saying you with Cardinals that. Cardinals lover, you. <laughs> Well, and and hey, I mean the Cardinals are Pittsburgh West, right? So there's it's true. It's true. <laughs> It'd be very Cardinals like to try and try and make that happen. I, I agree with everything that you hit on Motsi, and I think even too, from the eyeball standpoint, that's a division that's going to be maybe more talked about than any other division in football mm-hmm. with the Niners, with the Seahawks, with, I mean, the Rams, we all forget, were just in the Super Bowl two years ago, right? And yeah. then you have the upstart Cardinals, obviously, with the Offensive Rookie of the Year and the the young, good-looking, handsome head coach. Yeah, man. It's a good call by you. 
Oh, Arthur yeah, Motes. Kyler Murray, was... man, I just don't see him taking off one of these quarterbacks or the quarterbacks Not that yet. aren't even on this list. Not yet. Yeah. Like, I bet you Kyler Murray will make a Pro Bowl at some point in his career. Oh, yeah. I mean, you think. Give another couple years. Breeze is going to be retired. Four, Brady's going to be retired. Now, no Breeze, no Brady. Aaron Rodgers, who Aaron knows Rodgers what he looks like. Be, I mean, yeah, yeah, he's 36 that right now, a lot. right? That changes yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, but right now, as it sits today, if Kirk Cousins is on this list, I'm not ready to say that Kyler Murray is a better player than Kirk Cousins right now. Right now, no. And that doesn't. And you even, and I have ripped on yeah. Kirk a lot, but look at his numbers the last oh, two absolutely. years. And like I said, that still doesn't even include Brady, who's in there now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't include Stafford. It doesn't include Dak or Wentz. And it doesn't include Teddy Bridgewater, who's already a Pro Bowler coming into his own right. So, yeah. from Arthur Motes' lips to your cranium. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm glad you gave me confidence on that one because I wasn't really feeling Sick, it, but I'll with take your it. Chest. Because even I thought about DJ Humphreys, the uh, the left tackle out there, but I'm like, it's too many dope tackles in the NFC right now. Like, yeah, just, I'm trying to see who's yeah. he, whose spot is he taking. Armstead, no. I wish he would take your boy Lane Johnson's spot, but that ain't gonna happen. Your boy, would you stop it? Tyron Smith man. has the name now, so it doesn't matter what he does, he's gonna be on that list. Yeah, that was a fun conversation. Always, is. it was last Always chance. Good. To get those tweets in, uh, any of the AFC or NFC teams that we've discussed the last two days, really just anything you want to talk about. You know how we are. We'll take any type of question as long as it's appropriate, age appropriate, all right? What does that even mean? Content appropriate. What does that even mean? You got to at least tow the PG, PG PG-13 line, okay? And if not, Wes is still going to read it on air, and then if you know we get fired because of that, just blame Wes. So it's all good. As long as Arthur Motes has got me with the 250K stipend if we get canceled. (laughs) He ain't got the Rona. Yeah, yeah, different. Jeez. <laughs> well, on the other side, we'll wrap up the show. So, like I said, last chance to get those tweets in at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. The Body. We'll do a little bit of Best of the West before we get out of here, too. But I wanted to make sure before I forget Arthur Motes. Uh, you know, we do this from time to time. We plug the podcast, right? Steelers Blitz with a Z. Wherever you get your podcast, you can find the show uploaded there every day, commercial free, on demand. I wanted to read, uh, you know, I, I, we had thrown this out before, like last year during the season. If people left us like a good review, a funny review, we would read it on air. It's been a while since we've it done that. Been, it's, yes. it's been like seven or eight months since we've done that. You're right. Uh, we got within the last week or two here, it looks like July 6th here, right? So within the, what's today's date? The 13th? The 15th? So within the last 10 days here, we got this review. Five star from, I think, Yip Wee is how... That's, that's my burner account, yeah. Is that your burner account? Yeah. Like, I think it's supposed to sound like Yippee, you know what I mean? But it's ah, Yip Wee. Okay, okay. That's what I'm thinking. But Yip anyways, Wee! Yip Wee out there, uh, five stars, says thank you. My first year listening to you guys, I really appreciate what you bring to the table. It's a fun, lighthearted show with loads of insight and intellect. Mm. Maybe that's a new tagline for us. Like insight it. and intellect. I provide the intellect. You provide the insight. I like it. Here we go. <laughs> Your daily takes are awesome, filling us with gold every day. Thanks. No, thank you, Yip. We we appreciate you, you, it. You a real one. <laughs> we always appreciate that. So you know, leave us a leave us a nice review, funny review. We'll read them on air again. Subscribe wherever you get the podcast. Steelers Blitz. Last chance to get those tweets in. It's all going on here. On a Wednesday. On the other side, we will wrap with your reaction and do a little Best of the West Wednesday before we say our tearful goodbyes. You are listening to Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR.
Wrapping up the show here on a Wednesday. A little different than normal, Motsi. You know, just a, just a tad bit. Just a little bit different. A we were pushing back best of the West to the end of the show, but that's all right. That's just because we didn't want to rush our good football conversation. Besides, today is Wednesday. You know, every day is a Wednesday. Hey, hi, hi, hi. Wednesday. So, Arthur Motes, I got a real simple best of the West Man, for you. Know, you know, I just today. had an epiphany, bro. Okay, first, tell me your epiphany. Did it cost you 50 at Tiffany's? Ooh. No, but on the the other side, <laughs> I've had a chance to play football with with two recording artists, man. Was that a, is that a Drake line? Uh, it sounds like it. I just had an epiphany. But it cost I, me 50 I, I, I had two recording artists as teammates, man. Who? Well, I know one, Juice, the artist formerly known as Left Bell. <laughs> oh wait, it's a whole lot of money. I got a whole lot of money. I just said, I was like, no. <laughs> and I got a whole lot of money. Hold on, hold on. Is he getting a $25,000 or $250,000 stipend check? Oh, chill. <laughs> man, I just, I just got some very talented teammates, you man. Do. This is awesome. Multi- hey, that's like we talked about. I got with- teammates that were on Call of Duty. You got teammates with SpaceX. I mean, yeah, yeah. NASA teammates, Call of Duty in the game teammates. Don't pigeonhole your athletes, that, right? That, that rap, man, this is awesome. Don't pigeonhole Jeez. your athletes, right? It's cool, man. More than an athlete, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> Are the most a real simple one for you today, right? As we are in a we are oh, in man. we are in kind of a weird time, right? Is it really weird? I've been doing a I've been doing a lot of thinking about like what life would be like sans the pandemic. Okay. You know what I mean? All the concerts that got canceled this summer, all the trips that my wife and I had planned. Hey, your you was and down though, man. You and your family, yeah. the trips that you had planned this summer that got canceled. You know, no Hawaii for Arthur for the for the Moats clan, unfortunately. Just got me to thinking, right? Five mm. bucket list items. Real simple best of the West this week. Go to Cleveland. Uh, sitting around thinking about all the stuff that I haven't been able to do this summer. And what are the Cincinnati. things that I want to do in my life? Eat crab cakes in Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> I tell you what, that Clam chowder in Boston. So, Arthur, yeah. much you want me to? Uh, I'll, I'll let you uh, decide for me here, because you know I'm never. This is the one thing that I'm so indecisive with. You want so, me to, so you should start in the middle, <laughs> work backwards. Do I start at number one or do I start at the back? <laughs> start at three, go four, <laughs> then go one and two, and then end with five. It'd be perfect. You want me to, I mean, I could do that. <laughs> Start at the back, man. Work your way to the front, man. Okay. Start at the back. Speaking of music, speaking of live events, concerts. Actually, no. Start at the front. Start at the front. <laughs> start at the front. All right. Fine. Number one. <laughs> the number no, one. No, 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 no. All right. All right. All right. Fro, fro, fro. Start at the back. Build the suspense. Let's go, man. <laughs> honorable mention? I mean, do, do, then do I get my honorable mention first? Sure. Why not? First? Sure. Why not? Okay. Honorable mention. Uh, I have two of them. Uh, attend the Army-Navy game. Mm-hmm. And to take my family to Hawaii one day. And I mean, like, kids. Yes, yes, yes. uh, Our whole family, like, four years ago, we went to Hawaii for a week. Uh, Moats and I have talked about it a little bit. It was was amazing. It's out of this world. If you've never been to Hawaii, you have to get there. It's not a real place. Any of the pictures you see, anything anybody says about it, it doesn't do it justice. It's better. It's amazing. Those were my honorable mentions. Go to the Army-Navy game. Take my family. Uh, you know, Morgan and I are fortunate enough one of these days to have children and have a family and take a trip to Hawaii. All right, those are my honorable mentions. Number five on my bucket list items, Arthur Motes. You're going to laugh at this one. A lot Uh-oh. of people might laugh at this one. But you know who I stand, and his name is John Mayer. Mm-hmm. I've seen him in concert, Arthur Motes. Oh, geez. Eight times, seven or eight times over yeah. my life. 
But there's one song that I want to hear him play that I've never heard him play. I want to hear him play. I want to hear him sing. It's a song called Althea by the Grateful Dead. Okay, okay. Now, and you know there's the crossover. Mayer now plays with the dead. Mm -hmm. So he does some dead songs. Shout out to all my deadheads out there. On his own. He obviously plays those music, that music with the dead. I've seen them four or five times. I've seen Mayer a bunch of times. I don't care if it's in the dead setting or in the John Mayer individual setting. Mm -hmm. I need to see him play and sing Althea at some point in my life. That's number five. Number four is to own a lake house in West Virginia, baby. Ooh, oh, big money. Yeah. Big money. I'm thinking maybe like a decade from now when I turn 40. Um, it's something that me and a lot of my family members have talked about. Yeah. For, like a lot of my cousins that are my same age, mm-hmm. you know, we'd love to get a lake house in West Virginia that we could not only use, obviously, because our whole family goes to football games right. and you've got, you know, six or seven games a year. But that we could also just use for like weekends away during the summer. Oh, absolutely! You know, all all I mean, my you family- got what Deep Creek, Deep Deer Lake, one of them deer yeah. things up there. Yeah, look man. at you, yeah. Deep Creek, Creek, Deep yeah. Creek, Cheat Lake. Yeah, cheat there's lake, all kinds all of stuff. blue hole. There's I was all kinds of, of Cheat Lake. I just ain't like the name of it. Man, yeah, I'm nervous. You man, cheating yeah. you, yeah. cheating wait, you. Wait a minute now. Yeah, Deep Creek is the big lake uh, outside of Morgantown. That would obviously be a great one. But it's you know we've got family that all live within an hour, two hours, three hours of Morgantown. We got family in Pittsburgh and Carlisle and Virginia. It would just be, like I said, it'd be something where like we could all take our family members for long weekends. It'd be something we could use during football season. We've talked Mm -hmm. about it forever. Lake House in West Virginia, number four. Mm -hmm. Number three. Arthur Motes, I'd love to get to the point in my career where I could do a stand-up comedy show. I've been writing stand-up comedy material since I was in college. Serious? So probably- Fun fact. I did not know that. Yeah, like for probably 10 years now. If you go on my iPad at my house and go into the notes, there is 10 years of stand-up. Now, some of it's dated now, obviously. Obviously, yeah. But it's it's a bucket list thing for me. I would love to- I've always thought like I love stand-up comedy, Uh and I think it's one of the hardest things to do. right. I would love to have enough gravitas one day where I could do a stand-up comedy show and I could even raise some money for charity or something doing it. Have you ever tried it? it not in like a real official se- – like I used to do like open mic at the that's bar type saying, thing yeah, when I was in college. Stuff, yeah. yeah, I used okay. to do, you know, five, ten-minute sets when I was okay. in college. You Nothing know, so crazy. you got to start somewhere, man. Yeah, yeah, no. So that's number three for me is Jeez. to do a stand-up show. And like I said, I'd love it if it could benefit charity or something that I'm, you know, okay. something that I'm passionate about. Number two. Uh, attend Oktoberfest in Munich, in Germany. Mm. Real simple one, right? I need the lederhosen. I need the 57 gallons of beer. I need the music. You know, I need the standing up on the table and dancing. And I need Oktoberfest, the real version in Munich, in Germany. And then number one, Arthur Motes, you know this. Everybody knows this. Number one on my bucket list is to go to Old Trafford in Manchester. That's where uh, Manchester United yes. plays their game. Okay. And not just for one game, Motsi. Yeah. I want to go out in a week where they have like three games where like they play on Saturday and Saturday and they've got like a Champions League game in Europe midweek, right? Mm-hmm. I want to go out there. I want to go to like a home game or two. I'd like to go to an away game with the crazy hooligan fans too. That's number one for me. So again, real quick, uh, John Mayer playing Alfia live is number five. Number four, Lake House in West Virginia. Number three, to do a stand-up comedy show. Number two, attend Oktoberfest in Munich, and number one, attend a Manchester United game or games at Old Trafford in Manchester. Arthur Motes, what say you? All right, well, I will start with my honorable mentions following your, you know. Oh, I thought you were going to start at number three. No, I thought about that, but then I was like, I got three honorable mentions, so I figured I'd start with those three. The first of my honorable mentions is something that I did have planned to have officially have checked (laughs) off this year. Anyone who knows me knows I have 
a big desire to go to Hawaii one day. It's sweet. It's sick, man. I tell you what, my wife and I, Motsi, we rented a Porsche sports car. We're ripping up and down the Hawaiian coast, listening to Stevie Wonder on just just Phil Collins, just cruising down the Pacific, baby. Yeah. Something that I really wanted to do. I wanted to go to Hawaii. But obviously, it was canceled. So, haven't had a chance to do that just yet, which is totally understandable. But that's one of my you know honorable mentions. I can't help myself, mm-hmm. okay? Now, the next thing on said list, as an honorable mention, is get a White House invitation. You know, when you're an athlete, that was like the big thing. You win a championship, you get the invitation that's to the White House. One. I've always wanted that. I've come close. I've been in championship games. I've never had the opportunity. I've never won one. That's a so good I one. never got the invite. Regardless of who's in the office, I don't care who the president at the time. I just want to get the invite. And it could be for me doing philanthropy. It could be from sports. It could be for whatever. I just want to get an invite. That's awesome. Man, That's a really help, good help one. Help me feel special, please. That's a really okay? good one. And then my third honorable mention. Ah, uh, yes. I, I'm, a, I'm a big history buff. I would love to be in Rome eating pasta while either taking a tour of the Colosseum or being able to look at the Colosseum and things along that nature. Yeah. That, I tell you what, I feel pretty good. I mean, two of your three honorable mentions, I've crossed. I've been to Hawaii, and I've been to Rome, baby. I'm looking yeah, pretty man, good you, so you, far. You're living nice over there, man. You're living real nice, man. Real, <laughs> real nice. Okay. So now. Number three. So now to my real list. All right. Number Start five on back, my list. Build up the drama. Number oh, yeah. five on my list. Don't y'all get on me. I'm materialistic on my bucket list now, all right? But I always wanted Porsche 911. Turbo, convertible, all Ooh. black with the red seats. Ever since I watched Bad Boys, Ooh. and he had the scene where they're racing the car at the end to get out of the uh, the little airfield, mm-hmm. and he's like, "This is the faster car. This is the fastest car, fastest uh, it was the fastest production car made in America, whatever it's made." You know what I mean, like that's me. So I'm like, "Yo, I need that, and it has to be all black, but it has to have red interior." So that's that's. that's uh, I'm yeah. picking up what you're putting down. And there have been times when I flirted with the idea of getting it. And I said to myself, no, I have to really, like, make that as, like, hmm. my big, you know what I mean? So right now my thing is you when haven't, I, You haven't quite hit the midlife crisis yet yeah, is what, I, you're, what you're telling what me. What I'm telling myself is this. At the age of 50, that's when I want to have it. Okay. Because I feel like it's going to mean more to me. The kid's obviously grown. Hmm. I can really just, like, yeah. yeah you don't have to worry about you know the kids I mean? making a yeah. mess in there. <laughs> and I don't want to be the selfish guy of, hey, y'all can't, that's dad's car. Don't touch that car. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I feel I like you. at 50, that's when I hit that point of, like, all right. It can be, it's, it, you it's know, it, it's, it's, as soon as you and, and wifey, as soon as you and Shonda are sad about being empty nesters, you just buy the car. Boom. Yeah. Either that or, or when, you know, retirement benefits hit. Either way, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, so that's number five on the list. And number four on the list, I'm a LeBron James guy. Mm-hmm. I've seen him play in person multiple times. Mm-hmm. Have not had the opportunity to meet him just yet. Ooh. And you talk about there was it five degrees of separation. I know numerous people that know him and have met him and worked with him and things like that. That's that's one of my bucket list things, though, man. I got to meet LeBron. I got to meet Bron Bron. I like it. it get that, Joe man. Hayden on that one for you, right? Yeah, and, and the thing is, it was numerous times I could have hit up Joe Hayden to go to Cleveland with him to a game. Right. And every time he was out there while LeBron was playing, they linked up. It was cool. But I was always like, ah, you know, I'll do it later. I got time. And then I actually knew a guy that worked with uh, LeBron in terms of, like, his marketing and stuff like that. Okay. And I was like, ah, I could go that route. But no, nah, no, nah, I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling. So me and LeBron, that, that's going to be, yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely up there. I like it. I like it. All right. That was number three. So now at number, no, actually, no, wait, that, that was number four. four. Excuse me, okay. that was number four. Yeah. Now number three, 
I need to see the Eiffel Tower in person. Ooh. But while I'm looking at the Eiffel Tower, because I don't want to go up the Eiffel Tower. I'm not a heights guy. I don't need to ride to the top. I'm good on all that. I just want to look at it. But I have to be eating ice cream, vanilla ice cream. But like one of those like little to go like smaller ice cream mm-hmm. cups with the little plastic mm-hmm. circle or spoon. Like I need one of those while I'm looking at it to really give me the ambiance mm-hmm. to set the Isn't mood. Isn't it what, gelato, right? Isn't yeah, that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, I think it is gelato. I, gelato. I, need, I need to be having that whole vibe going, man. And I think that would be just awesome. It has to be that perfect. And it has Heck to be at night, yeah. too. Not during the day. It has to be at night. Yeah, and there's some violin music yeah, off playing yeah. in the background. The and you stars. Just, you just polished off a bottle of wine. Yeah, like, like that has to be the vibe, man. So that's at number three. At number two, y'all know I'm a new NASCAR guy, man. I need to attend a NASCAR race. And not drive during the race, but I want to drive on a NASCAR track as well, man. I think that would be awesome to really just be able to gun it and see, you know what I mean? Can I hold my own a little bit? Like, what is it like hitting the turn at 200 miles an hour? Like, I think that would be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Kind of scary, but cool. So, yeah, that's that. I like that. No, that's a good one. That's a good <laughs> and like, then, Driving on, like, the Autobahn might be oh, yeah. one of my honorable mentions as well. And then for me, number one, the number one thing that Arthur Motes absolutely has to do this has been one of my childhood dreams of doing to play for the dallas cowboys all right that'll do it for our show today not a chance i need to be in yankee stadium yankees versus the red sox Ooh, yankees in the gray and and no no no, either no not the grays i want the pinstripes Mm -hmm. the pinstripes and I got to be in what they call a glizzy. You know, the New Yorkers, they call that's the hot dogs. I have a big old glizzy with, with, with obviously, uh, let's see, chili. Yeah. You can hold the cheese, but I need some French fries with chili cheese oh, on it yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm not a big beer guy, so I want a big Sprite with no ice. Okay. And I'm just sitting there, Yankees fitting on, watching the Yankees play the Sox. With a good old hot dog. Hot dog. And a cold beverage. Either, and I want to be right behind home plate, too. Ooh, I want to be VIP right yeah. now. I don't want to be on the first baseline, third baseline, because I've seen the Yankees play in Toronto sitting on first baseline. I thought it was cool until I realized how many fly balls. Come you gotta, on. You got to be yeah. paying attention. Yeah, it wasn't quick. Cool. This one, Ava was a baby. I'm over here ducking like, <laughs> this is a terrible idea, guys. What was I thinking? <laughs> so I would like to be behind home plate. I think that would be, that'd be the perfect part. But I gotta have me a big old hot dog, little, little big old glizzy with, with the oh, with the chili on 100%. it, hundred percent chili cheese fries and a monster sprite with no ice. My Yankees fitted on, and yeah, I'm just. And just, you need to see Aaron Judge hit a oh, couple absolutely, home runs. Oh, absolutely, man! And, and I'm talking just greasy to any Sox fan I see. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yep, I love it, Arthur Motes. I love it. That was those are good. It's always oh, yeah. fun to talk bucket list items. I love a bucket list, bro. All right, should we get to some tweets here before we get out of here? I mean, it's only right. Uh, David, with his extraordinary Photoshop today. Shout wants, out to David, bro. He I know, that was today. great. He wants to know which Marvel superhero would we each choose to be if we could only pick one. Oh, this is easy for me, man. The one I have tattooed on my body, man, the Incredible Hulk. Simple. That's why we, even when I saw the video. That's why it was perfect. I was like, oh, man, if you only knew. Like, I love the Hulk. I mean, me and my son, we talk about I'm big. I'm Daddy Hulk. He's Baby Hulk. We walk around with no shirts on, flexing all the mm-hmm. time. And, and I mean, I feel like just his line—you you won't like me when I'm angry. Yep. Like that—that's. He doesn't even say it in the new Marvel movies, but any OG Incredible Hulk fan—that—that's his line. You ain't gonna like me when I'm angry. Yes. And he go—he's a full rage machine. And for me, like everybody sees me as, oh, I'm always happy. I'm good. I'm chill. But when I get angry, it's only been like three times in my life I've been angry. By by the way, it's never good. It never ends well. It's a lot of destruction. A lot of a lot of yeah. It's a lot of a lot of carnage like and wreckage. Hulk, like the Hulk. Yeah. 
So that's why I was like, man, that's my guy, man. Mine is Deadpool. Ooh. I mean, come on. If I can only be one, I want to be the guy that has fun, the guy yeah. that's goofy. That's me. Yeah. I'm the goofball. I'm the, Deadpool. The, the, anti, the anti-hero? the anti I'm the anti-hero, baby. <laughs> I'm Deadpool. I like that. That's clean. TC says, why did you guys have to ruin a great sunny Wednesday afternoon with that how about them cowboys <laughs> <laughs> It's Wes's fault, man. Wes can't, can't, can't help himself, man. His cowboy and, and NFC East just shows uh, all the time, totally. man. Totally. Last one here from Gregory, all the way out in California. He says, I'm almost scared to ask, but, you know, he's got to know. What would we rank Mr. Big Chest on Madden? Oh, <laughs> man. Well, shoot, Gronk came back and got a 95 after right? sitting out a whole year. So AB should come back AB and get a 95. A 95. <laughs> <laughs> I'm say, if I had to pick, I mean, AB was you. way more healthier and way – I mean – we we know Gronk. His last two three years, Gronk was like beat up old. Keep Gronk. that same energy. So if Gronk comes back at ninety five, being beat up and old. AB man, that, he might mess around be ninety seven. Shoot, <laughs> what are we talking about oh, here? <laughs> Gregory always Gregory always sends us out of here with a laugh with oh, his questions. Man. I love it. Thanks to everybody who tweeted in today. You know we appreciate it. Tomorrow on the show. Our good friend Brian Backo. Oh, yeah. And a little three-question Thursday. So we've got plenty Did you know, by the way, you. that's my favorite thing to do on a Thursday. I'm just throwing it out there. I, I know. Yeah. Even more so than talking to Backo. I won't tell him yeah, that, though. Yeah, yeah. I won't tell him that, though. That's because he leaves me. <laughs> so about 22 hours from now, we will uh, reconvene here and have some fun on a Thursday. Everybody enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Thanks again for, uh, for the participation on Twitter. And we'll talk to you in tomorrow. Same time, high noon, and you know where to find us. It's always the same place on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, Steeler Nation Radio.